we got a saying in the legal business. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but uh, good lawyers are not cheap yeah. and cheap lawyers are not good. Hello, and welcome back to the Better Call Clay podcast. Uh, today, Garrett and I in studio, we're going to be talking about uh, Hello, everyone. the legal field and the biggest misconceptions that people have about what it is lawyers do. Yeah, so we were kind of talking about this off camera before, and uh, it's honestly really interesting to me because it's not something you think about all the time. You're, you watch movies, you watch TV shows, and you kind of just think a lawyer is a lawyer, right? Right. Like we're, uh, we go to school, we get all that education and we're just geniuses and we know everything about every possible aspect of the law. So you're telling me that that's not true? That's not true at all. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, I think what happens though is, is people's... Oh, side note, it's raining really hard today. So um, if you hear any sounds of rain, then that's just rain and not staticky noise. We have phenomenal audio here in studio. Garrett, Garrett, uh, Garrett, very concerned about the audio. Uh, me, I'm, I'm not much, not all that concerned about so it. So let's let's segue that into one of our points, right? So right. you're not a magician. I'm not. What does that mean? Well, so uh, we're jumping to our second second point that that's okay. I, I've got this saying when I go when I visit clients uh, in my office uh, when I go visit them in the jail. I always, I, I'm going to borrow your pen here yeah. uh, off of your iPad, your pencil, if you will. I always remind them uh, as I'm writing notes and, and talking to them that, that this is a, a, a pen, right? And I write with it. It's not a magic wand. Right. So they're not going to just tell me their, their case or give me what they perceive to be the facts of the case. And then I'm going to go away with my pen and magically wave it and they call their trouble go away. Right. Um, that's not how it works. Not, I mean... As I tell people, I, I'm a lawyer, I, I can't, I, I, you know, don't have the time machine, can't go back and change history. I mean, what happened, happened, and the facts are what the facts are. I can't change those. Well, um, I'm sure, too, like a lot of times you deal with people who are very emotional. Sure. They, they've just gone through sure. something that's obviously life-changing. Sure. They're reaching out to you. They need you to defend them and to hear their side. And I'm sure a lot of people, I mean... They don't get to talk to you like right away, right away all the time. I'm sure there's some time in there where people kind of go in between. OK, am I going to tell all the truth or am I not going to? Or I'm sure there's this process inside your head that goes on that's very emotional by the time they get to you and they're expecting you to kind of take care of the problem that they messed up. Absolutely. They come to me. They want to stay. You know, it's the emergency room phenomenon, if you will come to me as quickly as possible. Tell me what it is you think I need to know. I bang on my keyboard for 10 minutes and poof, trouble goes away and that's the end of it. That uh, reminds me, I was watching a show, it's like when hackers are on movies and they're just like, yeah. give me another keyboard. And, Typing and then all of a sudden it's fixed. Like, right, it's right. not that. Uh, that's not how it works for the lawyers either. I mean, you come to me with a legal problem. Well, I always tell people, hey, I'm not really here to end this one hour consultation in the office to fix your legal problem. I'm here to gather from you what you think it is, your side, what your side of this is. But then I'm going to go away and I'm going to do my real legal work where I gather all the rest of the facts and I right. put it all together. And of course, it doesn't come to me in a Cliff Notes summary version. So I have to read all the different pieces of you know, like in a criminal case all the different offense reports i've got to look at all the different videos i've got to look at the photographs i've got to get a picture of what it is 
it looks like happened. So I think that's even a misconception too, right? It's right. so like people probably think that they just, you charge them for an hour and it's way too much money and then you just show up in court and argue their case. Right, it's like again, TV, like I said, TV, social media, uh, word on the street, you know, you heard from the buddy. People have an expectation of how the law works and on TV, yeah, I mean, you can wrap up an entire year-long, two-year-long legal case in a 30-minute episode, and it, yeah. all, it and it's great for TV, and it, it looks you know wonderful. But the thing about it is, is we we as lawyers we have to go out and and put this presentation together, this this production. And at first, it starts with just learning what am I working with, and then figuring out how to shape that in such a way that it benefits my client. And so that right. that's a thinking process that takes weeks and months and years and. And the other thing too, I think, is that people people tend to think that, yeah, they come in and they tell me their side of the story. I go and do my work. Then at some point, I think there's an expectation. Well, that me and this this client are going to sit down and work collaboratively on resolving their case. And I, I tell people all the time, you've given me about all you can give me in terms of your side of the story, right? And the money that you're paying me to represent you. So now take this problem, this legal problem of yours, and take it off of your shoulders and put it onto mine and let me do my job. Yeah. Uh, but if I need your input, if I need you, I'll, I'll call you. I, you know, if I need to update you, if I need to remind you when court is, I'll call you. But Well, I think kind of going back to the doctor analogy too, it's like, okay, you go to the heart doctor, cardiologist, because you had a heart attack. You're not gonna sit in on that meeting and basically decide what's be the best surgery for you and the best route to do that. Maybe there's some kind of a choice, yes, but at the end of the day, you're not gonna be like holding the doctor's hand as he puts a stint in your artery. Yeah, if, if uh, you know, he's in, uh, he's in the, the, the cadaver uh, uh, lab where he's practicing the procedure that he's gonna do on you, well, you're not sitting there right there with him, you know, directing him on which way he ought to cut or, you right. know, things like that. Same thing with a lawyer. You're, do you, you get know, that a lot? Like people like I telling do. you what to do kind of thing? Uh, tell me what to do or just, not really understanding why is it that we haven't you and I sat down and gone through every piece of evidence and and talked about how this is going to be handled and I you know I explained to people well quite honestly because I don't have the time to sit down and walk you through the finer points of the Texas rules of evidence right uh, that's why you I got a law degree and you trust me to handle your case and so I'm gonna do that you know so much of being a client is really just watching your attorney work yeah um, so kind of on that too is like I'm, I'm sure you have people come to you that are like okay here's two hundred thousand dollars can you solve my case yeah well or make it go away uh, you yeah. know uh, yeah, I, I, of course, if, the, if people had, you know, I have, I've never had a client come in and offer me $200,000, but what I have had... Never know. No, yeah, for sure, it could happen this afternoon. Um, what I have had a lot, though, is clients coming in and saying uh, a couple of different things. One, well, this last lawyer I went to uh, before I came to visit you to do a consultation, this last lawyer that I went to told me that if I paid them $5,000, um, this case would get dismissed. And I always remind people, well, first of all, it's illegal and unethical for that lawyer to have told you that. Right. Uh, so if the lawyer told you that, then just keep in mind they did something illegal and unethical. And do you really want a, a lawyer who does things illegal and unethical representing you? Mm -hmm. And maybe you do. Maybe that, you know, I, 
I don't do business that way. So no, you, you don't get promised a result whenever you come into my office and offer me money. Also too, I get the other line. Um, well, if I just like particularly in, uh, strangely enough in court appointed cases, so I'm, I'm appointed by the court to represent somebody who's indigent and they will, they will promise me, well, they were, they will offer me more money. Hey, I'll pay you above and beyond what the court does, or I'll give you a tip or, you know, and I tell them all the time, uh, no, 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 actually that's for you. You've told the court that you're indigent and you can't afford to pay me. So one, if you pay me extra, then you've kind of lied to the court. And two, if I take that extra money, then I'm lying to the court as well. And so we're both doing something illegal and unethical if you, and, and I'm not going to give you better representation just because you're paying me more. Right. I'm just going to do a good job for you anyway. Right. Um, so I get that a lot. If I just give you more money um, as a court-appointed lawyer, you'll actually work harder for me. No, no, no. I'm going to work just as hard for you as if you hired me. Uh, I'm just going to do it legally and ethically by taking the money that I'm uh, awarded uh, by the court. So there's there's a bunch of different types of lawyers out there, right? People right. follow the rules, don't follow the rules. But then also there's different types of lawyers, right? And I think that's another misconception we talked about that people don't really get. Right. Uh, so I do primarily criminal defense. I'd say 95% of my practice is criminal defense. I also do uh, what I call small estate, no tax planning uh, wills for couples, you know, husbands and wives. They come in, they've got a small estate, they want a will, I, I do the will. So those are really kind of my areas of practice. Now there's a handful of areas outside of that where I know a little bit, or maybe I just know enough to be uh, proficient. But uh, for instance, I'm not a, I'm not a patent attorney. Okay. I, you, you can't bring me your invention and ask me to write a patent for you, a patent application. Right? I'm sure that's a fun process to go through. I, too. I, yeah, yeah. It's uh, ridiculous. I, I, you know, I, I don't even want to get involved with how hard that is and, and yeah. what kind of technical experience. I mean, most patent attorneys are, are former engineers. They're, yep. re, they're recycled engineers. They had an engineering life. They went to law school. Now they're a patent attorney because the stuff they do is highly technical. Uh, so no, you're not just going to call me off the street and, and get me in a, in a 15 minute phone call, uh, consultation, get me, uh, to work you through the finer points of a patent application. Right. I'm going to tell you quite frankly, that's not an area of law I handle. Uh, it's not something I could give you advice on. There's really no amount of money you could pay me to, to get involved in this. Right. And, uh, you know, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't have a patent attorney in my uh, Rolodex uh, for referrals. Right. I'm going to tell you basically the same way you found me. Go back to the Internet and Google top Houston patent attorneys uh, and call one of them and be prepared to spend twenty five thousand dollars to get your invention patented. Yeah. Uh, and because, hey, we got a saying in the legal business. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but uh, good lawyers are not cheap yeah. and cheap lawyers are not good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, keep that in mind. And that's the, I, I that's going to be the one liner for sure at the beginning of this episode. Right. Uh, uh, you know, keep in mind that there's no such thing as legal insurance by and large. So if you go out and get a DWI or you get arrested for possession of marijuana or, you know, you commit murder or you're charged with murder or accused of murder, um, there's not a legal insurance plan that's going to cover that. Your two choices are one, take your life savings, any money you might have available to you, borrow money from relatives and friends, whoever will 
the healthy out, set up a GoFundMe page, and then take a substantial amount of money to a lawyer and pay it to them to represent you. Yep. Or you don't have that those means available to you. You go to court, you tell the judge, I'm indigent, I don't have enough money to hire a lawyer. The lawyer will appoint you a very competent uh, attorney to handle your criminal case, and that's how you get a lawyer. Yep. Um, you know, it, people are amazed at some of the fees that I, I quote, but, you know, as I tell them, hey, um, you know, second degree felony, for instance, you're looking at two to 20 years in prison, um, uh, up to a $10,000 fine. You're, yeah. you're talking really uh, could potentially be the rest of your productive life. Mm-hmm. You know, how much is that worth to you? Kind uh, of yeah, exactly. Depending on the complexity of the case, I quote them a $25,000 fee. People look at me like I'm crazy. I'm said, well, I'm, I'm going to work but a better part of the next year or two on your yeah. case. I think that's a misconception too, is people don't get how long that process takes. Right. And they think that they're just paying you for the next two months and yeah. then they're either going to go to jail or not. Yeah. We're going to have eight, 10, maybe 12 court appearances. We're going to have hundreds of pages of discovery. Potentially we're going to have dozens of hours of video to watch. Uh, you know, we could have 8, 10, 12, 15. I've had cases with 100 witnesses in number four. That's crazy. People need to be interviewed. I mean, there's all this work. And, and while I'm working on your case, you're the, you're the only person I'm working for. Right. You know, uh, now I may rotate throughout the week working on other clients' cases. But when I am focused on your case, well, that's the only thing that's generating money at the time. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, anyway, so well, I, think, some of the- I think this has been a really good conversation today. Uh, I definitely like this format of us talking back and forth yeah. and going on things that people usually don't talk about and or either 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 know about lawyers. They just kind of see Tom Cruise and that's it. You yeah, know? I mean, uh, you know, everybody wants to ha- wants to know the truth, right? I mean, yeah. you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the exactly. Truth. That's that's what people think lawyers are. I'm gonna sit in my office with my baseball bat and I'm gonna figure this thing out. You yeah. know, uh, but. I would say, on average, there's you know as, as many uh, good happy endings as there are. There are an equal number of not so good happy endings, and that's just the reality. It's not your lawyer's fault, right? So, um, yeah. So I would, uh, would just remind everybody listening to us, uh, watching us, uh, where you can find us: uh, YouTube, the Better Call Clay channel, Anchor FM podcast, the Better Call Clay channel there. Um, you can also find uh, this video will be posted, uh, is posted on our Facebook page, Law Office of John C. Caldwell. Uh, in closing, I would say if you find yourself in trouble, better call Clay. But when you do call, have some reasonable expectations about what it is I'm going to do for you, how it's going to work, and really how much involvement you're going to have and how much you're going to have to pay me for those legal services. Yep, absolutely. So, Well, better call Clay and get out of trouble, right? That's right. Try to. Yeah. Mitigate the damage. Mitigate the damage. More importantly, protect your rights. Yep, absolutely. All All right, Clay.